Oh, hey! hey. You. Good morning. How's it going? How are you? It's AD Roundtree and Chris Frank. Welcome to this, your Wednesday edition of the AD Show. Had to think about that for a second. Halfway, man. Halfway. <laughs> yeah, you know what that means. That means you, my friend, are already halfway through yet another week. This is no small accomplishment. You're doing awesome. Hang in there. You got this. You are a badass. And if you need something, if there's anything we can do for you to make your Wednesday better, hit us up. We are here with you. We are here for you. One of the ways we can make your Wednesday better is this. The Early Rise Prize happens at 6.30. That's tickets to go see the guys in Celebration Day. Pay tribute to the music of Led Zeppelin will do it, like I said, at 6.30 in Fun Facts to Make You Sound Smart. Right now, though, Chris dropped a bit of a bomb on me the other day. Yeah. It is a fascinating moral, conjectural, ethical oh, question. Yeah. 974-1111. I'd love to hear what you think about this. Chris, mm-hmm. you want to buy... An alleged murderer's memorabilia. Yes or no? Is this something that it's okay for Chris to do? Now, to preface this situation, you came to me and said, I feel a little creepy about this. Yeah, I definitely do. Mm. Now, it, it, it is the classic argument of can you separate? Well, here's the thing you know yeah. that Chris is an enormous Buffalo Bills fan. Correct. Who is the most famous, who went on to be infamous Buffalo Bill you can think of? O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Go on. You know, he is a well, well-known uh, actor, football player, alleged murderer. Alleged murderer, there it is. Uh, you know, he was found not guilty in criminal court, found guilty in... Uh, the court of public opinion. Yeah, uh, and it's one of those things where the Bills fan in me has the opportunity to purchase a signed jersey or a signed helmet at a very, very reasonable price. Now, this is what I was talking about with my wife at dinner when I was like, this is what Chris is going through right now. Yeah. He's got an opportunity to buy all this OJ memorabilia. And she was like, well, was it before the alleged murdering or after the alleged murdering? I was I like, don't I don't have an issue with the before or after part. I have an issue with the fact that those hands, yeah. the ones that did not fit the glove, Correct. held that memorabilia and used a pen to like... Something in your home could have been in an alleged, definitely a murderer's hands. Right. Well, and here's the double whammy of it. Not only am I a Buffalo Bills fan, I'm a USC fan. Uh huh. Where OJ went to college. Yeah. So he dovetails into both of my football teams' fandom. But I still feel a bit grimy buying it. Understandably. And also, I mean, the whole thing of OJ can't make money anymore without Hocking the woman he allegedly murdered's family getting all of his cash. Yes. So I think the only way he can support himself now and not have to give away what he makes is off of signed memorabilia. So if this is stuff that he signed more recently, you could be contributing to an industry that supports this guy in his life after doing something freaking terrible. Yeah, it's... I've gone back and forth for the last 
five days going, oh, you know, he's probably already been paid, so mm -hmm. whatever. I'm not buying it from OJ. It's no. through a third party But it side. supports the industry yes. of OJ. Yes. And also, also, you know, OJ is not exactly famously reasonable about getting his stuff back. That whole thing that happened at Palace Station in Vegas. You wouldn't imagine he'd come after you directly, but whether you'd expect him to or not, he's been known to uh, <clears throat> take a stab at it. 974-1111. Yes or no? Should Chris purchase some O.J. Simpson memorabilia and then keep it in his home? We would love to get your take. I mean, I think that this is on par with, you know, Michael Jackson memorabilia. It, it, there's a lot of people out there right now. And the whole thing is there's an actual market, A.D., for legitimate, like, serial killer stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, you know, this is the sports fan in you, not the creepy memorabilia that was touched by a murderer fan in yes. you. Uh, you ponder it. You call us, 974-1111. In the meantime, let's listen to Rush. It's Tom Sawyer with Casey. Happy Wednesday. You are halfway there. Casey, good morning. Yes or no, should Chris buy the O.J. Simpson memorabilia? Absolutely not, because funny enough, last night I was watching an episode of Family Guy where Peter actually got his hands on O.J. Simpson's golf clubs. Oh, I and remember that one. Now, now, right now, you guys talking about this, it's like, you don't know what he's done with that stuff. Yeah. I mean, look, this is, uh, full disclosures, there is a memorabilia auction site. That, that list stuff all the time. And right now they have a couple, they're not game worn or anything, but a couple of OJ Simpson jerseys that are signed and a couple of OJ Simpson helmets that are signed. And the Bills fan in me is like, man, that would be really cool to have. I just feel really creepy, even though I know I'm not directly paying OJ, knowing that I'm paying a company you're, you're that likely paid OJ. You're supporting an industry that supports OJ. And I, my whole thing is like, this guy, the, what those hands did before or after they signed that stuff is that I, I, couldn't, I couldn't have it in my house. Thank you so much, dude. Great call. What did they say in that episode of Family Guy? Hi, are you Peter Griffin? That's, That's my, my name. name. Don't put, Don't a, put knife a knife in it. <laughs> the AD Show with AD Roundtree. Mornings on KC95, St. Louis's classic rock. <sighs> Chris. AD. Which famous rock star, and the phones are lit the hell up about your OJ yeah, conundrum. Man. We'll get to more of your calls next, but which famous rock star founded the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Long-Haired Men in England when he was 17 years old? That which, is a mouthful. Yeah, which rock star founded the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Long-Haired Men when he was 17? Here's a clue. His last name was really Jones, and he had two different color eyes. And we'll get to the answer and your chance to win your way into see Celebration Day and fun facts to make you sound smart right around 6.30. Right now, they'll help us make our way into our Wednesday. It is currently 35 degrees and partly cloudy in St. Louis. A high today of 50 with some sun in the afternoon. Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Get 0% financing for 36 months or save 15% on blown-in attic insulation. For a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. In traffic, there is a repeat a vehicle reported down a hillside on Graham Road and Walnut Park Drive. 
There is a stalled vehicle on I-64 East past Lindbergh. The right lane is closed. And static road work on I-270 East before Missouri 367. The right lane is closed. That is traffic and weather on KC95. Jimmy always. It is 6.30 straight up on this Wednesday morning, and it is time now for fun facts to make you sound smart. Here's what you do. You drop these into conversation. All of a sudden, you come across even more witty, charming, and informed than you already are. Chris, you and I and the listening audience over the last couple days have spent a bit of time on the story of Humphrey the Hippo. Yes. Humphrey the Hippo, in case you missed it, the Hungry Hungry Hippo, in case you missed it, was a hippo that a South African farmer and military dude rescued from a flood raised as his child bonded with for six years became friends with used to ride him around his farm went swimming with him until one day he was dragged into the same river that he rescued humphrey from and humphrey ate him yeah man we talked about it people think that that hippos are these kind of derpy happy-go-lucky big frumpy animals they're mean they are aggressive they are regarded as the most dangerous animal in africa and if you're looking to cut down on the surplus hippo population it's a tough thing to do why because of fun fact number one it is nearly impossible to castrate a hippo uh, so many questions. Well, okay. Obviously, you got to put yourself around the most dangerous animal in Africa to do it. Sure. And that's difficult. But it's almost impossible to castrate a hippo because their testes are on the inside. Mm. They recede even deeper during the surgery, and their location can be up to 16 inches internally, depending on which hippo you're trying to castrate. So basically, uh, trying to castrate a hippo is a bit of a fruitless endeavor. Is there a big need to go around castrating hippos? I guess, you know, if you're trying to cut down on the surplus population the way Bob Barker would advocate for, if you're looking to spay and neuter your hippo. (laughs) Yeah, um, all right. Good Good to know. You're out of luck. The hippo man berries are on the inside. Uh, Before Vegas was known as Sin City, you know which town that title usually went to? Sin City? Yeah. I would say either Reno or Atlantic City. Ah, both plausible guesses, but no. Newport, Kentucky. Oh, of course. <laughs> Have you ever been to Newport, no. Kentucky? No. no. Well, back in the day-day, people used to go to Newport, Kentucky for miles and miles around because it was a hot spot of corruption, gambling, and prostitution during Prohibition and stayed that way until the 1960s when Vegas kind of went, we got all those things here. We're the new Newport. Yeah, we're the new Newport, Kentucky. Because that tracks. Sure. I loved living in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Like, it... if you are a resident there, you only really go to the... A lot of people are like, oh, I've been to Vegas, and they only go to the Strip. Right. Which is kind of like saying, I went to New York, but only went to Times Square. Sure. And residents kind of stay away from the Strip unless there's a show there that they want to go see, in which right. case they're all about it. But they also did this thing where they tried to change the slogan of the city while I lived there. I, I remember this. They Th- had, that's the second time. They had... Aerosmith announce it because they were doing a residency there and it was 
we had What Happens in Vegas Stays in Vegas that right. seems seedy. We want something that is a little bit more family friendly. And they tried to switch it to What Happens in Vegas Only Happens in Vegas, which is plausible, but sure. it just didn't take. People are looking to get wasted and do the wrong thing. So the first time I ever went to Vegas was uh-huh. mid-90s and I was at 21. Yeah. But it was also back in the time where Vegas was trying to change their image from a Sin City adult playground uh-huh. to more of a family-friendly thing. Yeah. It clearly didn't take. Yeah. I remember after I lived there for a while, I'm getting on a plane, I'm coming back from a work trip, going home to Las Vegas, and I see a bunch of people that I'm getting on the plane with drunk out of their minds being like, Vegas, baby! I was like, oh, here are a bunch of people going to use my hometown like a toilet. Yep. And uh, it was an interesting thing. I was like, oh, I guess I'm a resident now. All right. What famous rock star founded the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Long-Haired Men in England when he was 17? Here are some clues. His last name was really Jones, and he had two different colored eyes. I got nothing. That would be David Bowie. When David Bowie was 17, he co-founded the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Long-Haired Men. He said that long-haired men were always being told to cut their hair, and they were teased for looking like women. That tracks. There's something wrong with the studio today. I have some audio from him on this talk show talking about it. Let's see if it works. It probably won't. No. No. No, it doesn't. All right. Well, there you go. Technology. (laughs) Technology. Uh, But yeah, he was on a British talk show talking about the abuse that he and his buddies were getting for having long hair in 1964. His name was Davy Jones, but he changed it when the Monkees became famous and their British member had the same name. Now you know. Make the most of your morning with A.D. Roundtree. My morning show. My morning show rocks. St. Louis's classic rock. All right, we talked about this last time on Fun Facts to Make You Sound Smart. Yes or no, does driving an expensive car make you feel better about yourself? 974-1111 is the number. First correct answer we get is on their way to see Celebration Day at the pageant. Good luck. It's BTO or Casey. BTO, you ain't seen nothing yet on Casey 95. It's the AD Show. AD and Chris... Casey, good morning. Who's this? This is Kevin. Kevin, welcome to the AD Show. How you doing? I'm doing all right. All right, we talked about this last time on Fun Facts to Make You Sound Smart. Yes or no, does driving an expensive car make you feel better about yourself? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. If you're spending half your income on a lease Mercedes, the good news is it probably makes other people think you're better than them. New study looked at how we perceive people based on the type of car they drive, found luxury automobiles really give you a leg up, and they found that... Driving a pricey car also makes you think you're more attractive and socially superior. So whether it's deserved or not, that guy speeding by you in a BMW is getting a nice big ego boost from it. Doesn't seem fair, does it, Kevin? No, it does not. Well, take heart. That Mercedes or Beamer does nothing about the size of their teeny tiny junk. Um, You, my friend, are on your way to see Celebration Day. Excellent. All right, hold the line. At least I tell myself they've got a teeny junk as I pull up in my O2 with a tape deck in it. (laughs) <laughs> Hang on, dude. Crazy. All right, will do. I was compensating for a small wiener. Cooper School's out on KC95. It's the AD Show, AD Roundtree, and Chris Frank. If you, Chris, and you listening, if you heard that the tallest building in America was being constructed, where would you assume 
that building was going up. Uh, you would think New York City. Perhaps Chicago. Yeah. Not so much Los Angeles because whoop, whoop, whoop. Right. <laughs> no more building. Um, <laughs> Tends to be a, a hazard. You would think any of those places, you would think Chicago, New York City, one of those massive, sprawling metro- metropolitan areas yeah. would be home to the tallest building in America. But you would be wrong. As these things go, it's actually happening a lot closer to us here so? in the Midwest. Where... You, me, and Chris will discuss in the news a little after 7 o'clock. Also, marijuana has found a new way to help cancer patients. We'll get into it all shortly after Chris gets us into our day. It's currently 34 degrees and partially cloudy in St. Louis. A high today of 51 with sunny conditions expected later in the day. Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Get 0% financing for 36 months or save 15% off blown-in attic insulation. For a free estimate, visit Air comfortservice.com. In traffic, we still have a stalled vehicle down a hillside. I'm sorry, not a stalled vehicle, but a vehicle reported down a hillside on Graham Road at Walnut Park Drive. Probably is stalled. Probably. I don't think it's going anywhere. Not not anytime soon. No. There is a stalled vehicle. Now I feel horrible. What if in their car while they're waiting to be rescued, they're listening to us. They're like, I'll take comfort in Casey while I'm stuck down this hill stalled out. Those jerks. (laughs) Well, give us a call. We'll play you a song while you wait for AAA or whoever. Uh, there's a stalled vehicle on I-64 East past Lindbergh Boulevard. The right lane is closed. Uh, there is static road work on 270 East before 367. The right lane is closed. And construction, all lanes of Illinois 157 from the point two miles north of Horseshoe Lake Road to St. Clair County line will require intermittent daytime lane closures beginning, weather permitting, early or later today. So... Stay away from that. That is weather and traffic on KC95. The AD Show with AD Roundtree. So, what would you little maniacs like to do first? Mornings on KC95. What we would like to do first is say thank you so much for joining us. If you are just getting here, welcome to this, your Wednesday edition of the AD Show. It's AD and Chris Frank. What up, dude? What up, man? The next thing we got to do is remind you that at 7.30 in the 30-second song challenge, you will have another chance to win your way into WWE Monday Night Raw. This coming Monday. This coming Monday so that you, along with... A full house of other people can see Big meaty man slapping meat That's right Mm, Right now though, let's do some news What in the hell? In an effort to avoid personal responsibility and adulting at any cost The AD Show brings you all the least important stories of the day It's the What in the Hell headline news Good morning, Chris. Good morning, AD. What in the hell is going on, and who the hell brings us that? News is brought to you by the Frank Lita Auto Outlet at Frank Lita Mitsubishi. Every vehicle is 29 down. Yes, Lita.com. So Pizza Hut is uh, very sorry for a typo, saying that they were closed due to unforeseen circumcisions. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons a restaurant might have to close their dining room. That's one of them. This might be my favorite. Uh, Pizza Hut in Canada put up a sign to announce that they were openly open for takeout and delivery, and it had one very unfortunate typo. It said, quote, due to unforeseen circumcisions, the dining room will be closed this evening. Sorry for the inconvenience. Naturally, 
The internet remains undefeated. Social media had a lot of fun with this. One person said dinner has been cut short. Oh. Another said, guess they're making staffing cuts. Oh, no. And this is my favorite part. A local hospital jumped in to say that they could handle the circumcisions. <laughs> now, fortunately, it being our laid-back Canadian friends from the, from the moose-humping north, yes. the frozen tundra, where they've developed a sense of humor due to the fact that Mother Nature actively tries to end their life 12 weeks out of the year, the Pizza Hut also had a big sense of humor about it. They apologized, confirmed it was an autocorrect issue. Sure. You know how autocorrect corrects time. to other words I that have, you usually use? AD, well, I have never how, once in my life meant duck. <laughs> well, I, also, also, <laughs> this says to me that somebody who usually types this out usually types out the word circumcision yeah. fairly often, so it raises some questions about the sausage on the pizza. But nevertheless, uh, they confirmed that it was an autocorrect issue and put up a new sign that emphasized circumstances. They also hyped a new $5 promotion and said that no tip was required. Oh, no, I wonder if there was a buy one, get one free coupon for circumcisions. <laughs> it's good that their customers have a sense of humor about it. An accidental sign at a restaurant referencing circumcisions could make some people what, Chris? <sighs> go ahead. A little snippy. There you go. Go on. <laughs> In junk food news, a study at Washington State found the exact neurons in the brain that give potheads the munchies. Mm-hmm. Now, this is yet another example of marijuana helping people with cancer. They say it could lead to refined therapeutics to help give cancer patients more of an appetite. We can just figure out what it is in pot that gives people the munchies, gives that to people that need an appetite to survive, and there you go. It's another way that marijuana can help cancer patients, and you know what that is? Unbeweedable. Yeah, I mean, what are they going to call it? The Funyun particle. <laughs> the nation's tallest building is coming to Oklahoma City. Yeah, you would think Chicago. You would think New York. You would think some sprawling metropolis known for its skyscrapers. Nope, Oklahoma City. Ugh. It is kind of cool that we're, you know, in the Midwest getting something like that. But on the other hand, it, it makes you question why. Yeah, you can go to the top of it and watch your dog run away for four days. You can go to the top floor and get a clear view of how little there is to do in Oklahoma City. That's right. All right, one more. All right, this is the fun one. Oscar Meyer is hiring Wienermobile drivers to travel around the country for $35,000 a year. Dude, if I am a college kid that's looking to get into media and promotions and things of that nature, this is a great job. $35,000 a year to drive the Wienermobile. This is the last day to apply, so if you've got a kid sitting on the couch not knowing what the hell to do with their life... Make haste. And they get benefits. They get benefits. Uh, it's called, the the job is called being a hot dogger. They're also tasked yeah, with, they're, they're also tasked with handing out wiener whistles and creating social content for the brand. So you are being put to work. They're hiring a dozen new hot doggers to drive the wiener mobile for a year. The Wienermobile is 60 hot dogs long. That's 27 feet and 11 feet high. Um... The gig pay is, like you said, thirty-five grand a year. Includes a weekly allowance of one hundred and fifty bucks for meals and personal travel. Plus, I would imagine all the hot dogs you could shake a stick at. Yes. Eighteen days of paid time off, full health benefits, and all hotel expenses covered. That's a great gig. Yeah, you travel an average of twenty thousand miles a year. You visit forty cities. You rep Oscar Mayer at more than twelve hundred events. And statistically speaking, according to the folks over at Oscar Mayer. 
more people have visited space than driven the Wienermobile. Wow. So you're in elite class. Right. And you're bringing the happy everywhere you go. Yeah. And they also say it's harder to be accepted as a hot dogger than to earn an admission into an Ivy League university. Well, it just, you know, goes to show you, kids. Mm. If you uh, if you are a big fan of the Oscar Mayer Wiener, now's the time to hop on it. Yeah. <laughs> the company is confident they're going to find 12 people who are going to <clears throat> Couldn't get through the story without one of these. Relish the opportunity. The job sounds like a wiener to me. <laughs> Frankly. Oh! The ED Roundtree Show. Welcome to the party, pal! Mornings on KC95. Oh, it's a party. Those were good. KC, as Chris told us in the news... The country's tallest building is being built in Oklahoma City, and we're wondering why. Do you know? I have no idea, but that's where they're going to put it. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no damn sense, and I love Oklahoma City, but it makes no damn sense yeah. why that's going to be there. Yeah, I used to be the afternoon guy in Oklahoma City. I, I didn't go there while I was the afternoon guy. They just carried my show at the time, and uh, I remember calling up the program director. I was like, hey, should I, should I come through one day? What about this? This day when I'm on my way somewhere else, it's good. And he was just like, "No, no, uh, Oklahoma City's closed that day." Yeah. Why they would do it, I got no idea. Yeah, well, I think it's pretty cool. It's going to be somewhere close to us for a change instead of out on the coast. Yeah, th that part is cool. It means that you and I can travel to Oklahoma City from St. Louis, go to the top of the tallest building in America, look down and get a great view of the fact that there ain't nothing around us. That's right. Uh, Absolutely. But what's crazy about it is you think about it, it's going to be in Tornado Alley. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure they know what they're doing. That's what I tell myself all the time in these situations. <laughs> I'm sure they know what they're doing. Narrator. They did not know what they were doing. So, yeah, the whole Tornado Alley thing does raise a couple of interesting questions and my eyebrow. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. As, as being a retired firefighter, I don't ever go above the sixth or seventh floor because a ladder truck will not reach past that. <laughs> wow. So you have an up-close-and-personal experience with the dangers of these things, and you don't go past the sixth or seventh floor. I love Love it when you get a real insider's take on this stuff, man. Like, okay, so one of the things that a firefighter told me once, he drove a piece of crap, like back in the day. And I was like, why do you drive that car? And he was like, crumple points. I know that if I get into a crash in this piece of crap car, it's been designed with crumple points in it. So that will absorb the shock. The car will be a write-off. I will be fine and they won't have to use the jaws of life. A big, heavy, luxury automobile is going to kill me. I was like, really? He was like, uh-huh. I've seen it up close too many times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look at your Indy cars and your stock cars. You know, they're designed to uh, release energy by losing parts of their vehicle, and that's why they come out of those bad accidents. Thank you so much, dude. Great call. Have a good one. Crumple Points. It's one of my favorite hardcore bands from New York. Yeah, the earlier albums were much better, though. <laughs> Make the most of your morning with A.D. Roundtree. My morning show. My morning show rocks. KC95, St. Louis's classic rock. 
You shouldn't crumple. You should rise to the occasion and win these tickets to go see WWE Monday Night Raw in the 30-second song challenge at 7.30. Right, Chris? Yes, sir. Right now, though, Chris will get us into our day. It is currently 34 degrees, partly cloudy in St. Louis. A high today of 51 with sun later in the afternoon. Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Get 0% financing for 36 months or save 15% off blown-in attic insulation. For a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. In traffic, there is road work on 70 West past First Capital Drive. The left lane is closed. Also, I-44 West, the exit on-ramp from Lewis Road is closed due to static road work. Use an alternate route. There are two stalled vehicles to report. One, 270 East past Lilac Avenue. The right lane is closed. And another vehicle on 70 West before Union. The right lane is closed. That is traffic and weather on KC 95. Casey, what's up? It's Jessica Parton uh, on the Real Life Army. Very cool. Yeah, right on. Hey, cool. And I hear you guys talk about us like all day long, off and on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, absolutely. No, I remember you. <laughs> I remember you because I was like, Parton. I, I, I'm Edible underwear. Oh, you're the caller that calls in and talks about the fact that she and her husband enjoy edible underwear in their recreational time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah. My buddy said you guys are going to make us famous. Oh, well, we try. But speaking of famous, when I was reading your induction into the Real Rock Army on the air, I was like, Parton, could she be any relation to Dolly? Dolly, uh, that's uh, my husband's uh, uh, cousin. He's also related to Reba McIntyre. Wait, hold on. You're He's ju- also you're related in- to Cole Younger. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Rewind. You are Jessica on. Parton, one of the recent inductees to the Real Rock Army, a woman that calls and talks about buying edible underwear for super happy fun times at home with the love of her life. And you're also actually related to Dolly Parton? Yes, that is his uh, dad's cousin, and his mother is like his cousin Tanda. Reba McIntyre. So wait, can, McIntyre. That's insane. Can you help us? Can you help us skip the lines at Dollywood? There's some edible underwear in it for you and your husband. That's if you can. right. My treat. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I guess technically your treat. Bottle was good, man. Can you guys? My birthday February second, Friday. Can you guys help me get tickets to like the Eagles? Or you got to win them like everybody else. But you know what? You're related to Dolly Parton and Reba McIntyre, and you have a supply of edible underwear. You've already won at life. You have won at life. Yeah. Right on. Morning show. Thank you. The AD Show with AD Roundtree. Mornings on KC95, St. Louis's classic rock. Speaking of winning at life. Yes. 974-1111 if you want to win at the Game of Life and the 30-second song challenge. You name seven songs in 30 seconds, and we will get you in to see... Big meaty man slapping me. At WWE Monday Night Raw. Good luck. It's Pretty Woman. It's Van Halen. We're Casey. Morning Rock Show 30 Second Song Challenge. 30 Second Song Challenge is brought to you by Two Men in a Junk Truck, helping St. Louis residents lose their clutter. Two Men in a Junk Truck.com. Sean, good morning. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. How about you? So far, so good. And thank you for asking. It's very civil of you. It's what's <laughs> going to help us all get where we're going together. Speaking of getting where we're going together, you know the drill. But just to reiterate, you name seven songs in 30 seconds. And we will send you to see... We will send you to see... 
Damn it. WWE. Right, Hold on Monday, one second. Raw. Nothing's working in the studio today. We will send you to see. Big meaty man slapping me. Yep. That's right. WWE Monday Night Raw. You ready to rock, dude? Let's do this. All right. Count our friend in, Chris. All right, Sean. Here we go in three, two, song number one. Better say man. Yeah, buddy. Well done. Song number two. Tom Petty. Uh, You're in the ballpark. Refugee. Yeah. Like a refugee. Yes. yes. Way to go, dude. Congratulations. Way to think it through. Yep. Song number three. The Stones. Come on. The Casey Pig shirt. Rip it open. Stop it up. Yeah. Yes. Well done. <laughs> Song number four. Wait, hold on. Before we get into song number four, how much time we got left on the clock, Chris? Four seconds. Four seconds. And one, two, three, four songs left to go. You got a song a second, dude. It's difficult, but not impossible. So you really got to be quick with these ones. Song number four. Man. Oh, That's you were it. right, but a day late and a buck short. Story uh, my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, feel you. I mean, here's good news, dude. You got four songs. Well, technically, you got three, but you got the fourth one eventually. So all you got to do is play the game again at 8:30. It's gonna be the same songs in the same order. Until then, you know what I have to do, don't you? You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Good, good day, sir. Day, sir. <laughs> it's Bon Jovi. It's Runaway Rakeshi. Have a good one. You too, brother. Bon Jovi, Runaway on Rakeshi 95. It's the AD Show. Chris, could you explain something to me? I could try. Big meaty man slapping me. What is that? Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I trust you impeccably. Yeah, but yeah. you're like, oh, we're giving away WWE Monday Night Raw tickets. You should um, play this audio that I'm about to send you that goes... Big meaty man slapping me. <laughs> and we played it a lot on the a show lot. this week. I and it. I just realized I have... I don't know what it is. And I, I, I trust you. And I want to continue so. to trust you. But... <laughs> It's legit. Please it's, explain. Big meaty uh, man slapping me. <laughs> happily, it is. Uh, it's it's legit. It's a WWE wrestler named Big E. Here, oh, on. I know who that guy is. I He's will, hilarious. Uh, I will. Uh, Wait, this is from. This is from a skit he did with. Well, from a podcast he did with some of his uh, fellow wrestling friends. Let me hold on. I'll, I'll so this, Google this. this, this so this comes from. Big meaty man slapping me. Comes from a legit WWE source. Yes. Okay, yeah. and it is the wrestler um, Big E. Can, it, it is. You going to send me the video? Y- yes. Um, uh, editor's note, uh-huh. uh, uh, as I'm Googling this, spelling counts in Google searches. When you are Googling big meaty men slapping me, make sure you put the G in big. Uh, uh, I'm looking at a very different Google search right now. On, on a work computer? Yeah. Terrific. The AD Show with AD Roundtree. Oh, gnarly! Mornings on KC95, St. Louis's classic rock. I'm not walking over and looking at that computer. No, I think HR is going to want to see me. Mostly, yeah, mostly because I don't want to be culpable in the same way that you're culpable. <laughs> hey, Chris, can you stop by HR after bring the show? Yeah, and bring everything in your desk. It's an honest mistake. Uh, but the bottom line is, mm, poor choice of words, 
The final word is Big Meaty Man slapping me Is legit WWE audio From a legit source Just for people Okay Alright, good to know Excellent Another thing that's good to know Is that you will have another chance To win your way And to see Oops Uh oh Nothing works here today I don't know what the hell it is You will have another chance To win your way And to see Big Meaty Man slapping me In the 8.30 30-second song challenge Is Big E wrestling uh, so he's been out for, I think, almost a year. He had a really bad neck injury. Oh. Uh, but it's one of those things where, like, he could come back at any moment. Right. Uh, they have a, their big WrestleMania is in two months. And he's really funny, man. He's hysterical. If he wasn't so freaking muscle-bound, he would have less career options open to him. But that guy is, he is hilarious. Oh, yeah. He's got a lot of a lot of skits online uh, where he's done interviews and live things. And he, like, he will make you cry laughing. Well, I mean, look at the amount of joy that we've divined from Big Meaty Man slapping me. Have your chance to win your way and to see all of that, like I said, 8.30, 30-second song challenge shortly after Chris during the final part of his employment here after an ill-advised Google search gets us into our day. Oh I can't stop laughing. It is currently 35 degrees and partly cloudy in St. Louis, a high today of 51. With sun later in the day, weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and insulation. Get 0% financing for 36 months or save 15% off blown-in attic insulation. For a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. In traffic, there is a crash blocking eastbound 30 at Highway Double P. There is also <laughs> static road work on 70 westbound past First Capital. The left lane is closed and 44 west. The exit ramp from Lewis Road onto the highway is closed due to road work use and ultra route. That is traffic and weather on KC95. Mm, I have uh, I finished off two tumblers of coffee this morning, so I'm going for my own double P now during commercials. <laughs> oh, Chris, I don't think it's okay for you to do this. Billy Idol, Rebel Yell on KC95. Let me just back up. The argument we're having this morning is Chris, enormous Buffalo Bills fan yep. that he is, and collector of things, has discovered online an opportunity at Sweet Sweet Savings and Deep yeah. Deep Discounts, yes. an opportunity to buy some O.J. Simpson Buffalo Bills memorabilia. Yeah. You say the price has been slashed. Um, let's put it to the audience, 974-1111. Casey, good morning. Yes or no, should Chris buy this O.J. Simpson memorabilia? No. Would it creep you out having it in your home? Most definitely. He's the murderer. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Put the air quotes around alleged. Sure. No, I mean, look, I, I think we, uh, not all, but I think most of us feel like he may have gotten off in court, but mm -hmm. uh, when you're rumored to write a book, I didn't do it, but if I did, this, this is, is how, how I, I would have. <laughs> like, that's, to me, that's a pretty big red flag. Yeah, I'm no freaking Sherlock Holmes, but the answer to that one would seem <clears throat> elementary. Chris, you know, in addition to O.J. Simpson's football record with your beloved Buffalo Bills, you know what other distinction he holds? What's that? The most famous Los Angeles Dodger. I get it. There it is. I get it. KSHE HD1. Oh, hey! Hey! You! Good morning. How's it going? How are you? It's A.D. Roundtree and Chris Frank. What up, dude? What's up, man? If you are just getting here, welcome to this, your Wednesday edition of the A.D. Show. Yeah, your Wednesday. You know what that means. That means you, my friend, are already halfway through yet another week. This is no small accomplishment. You're doing awesome. Hang in there. You got this. You are a badass. And if you need something, if there's anything we can do for you to make your... Wednesday better. Hit us up. We are here with you. We are here for you. One of the ways we can make your Wednesday better is this. We have 
in our hot little hands a chance for you to win your way in to see Big Meaty Man Slapping Meat at WWE Monday Night Raw in the 8.30 30-second song challenge. So hang tight for that. Also, we have, starting on Friday, Chris, yes. two men in a junk truck dropped off a whole bunch of junk. Some Indeed. of it really freaking sweet. Yeah, and we are going to be giving some of it away on Fridays for the foreseeable future. A chance yep. to win some junk from two men in a junk truck's big box of junk. We have... Sitting there on top of the record player, yes. two of the pieces of junk that they took out of people's homes, which are sweet vinyl records. Yeah, man. And we're going to use those in final vinyl today. Which two songs from which two records are going up against each other? We are putting Journey's Lights uh -huh. up against Frankenstein from the Edgar Winter Group. People just threw them away in two-minute junk truck, took them out of their homes, and now they're in our office, and someone yeah. will have a chance to win assorted junk on Friday. Right now, though, this is this is, this is a difficult moral conundrum that we've encountered this morning. Yeah. Chris brought it to my attention yesterday, and now we need your take on the situation. 974-1111. You want to buy an alleged murderer's memorabilia. Yes or no? Is this something Chris should do? Now, let's just preface this, Chris, in case somehow you managed to miss it, <laughs> despite the fact that he goes through life looking like the Buffalo Bills threw up on him, Correct. is an enormous Buffalo Bills fan. Yes. You're also a collector. And on the interwebs, you have come across what? I have come across the opportunity to purchase an autographed O.J. Simpson jersey or O.J. Simpson helmet. They're not like game-worn. They were his jerseys, but they're signed by him. And the collector in me and the sports fan in me really wants it mm -hmm. because he's a huge part of the Buffalo Bills history. He's a Hall of Famer. However, it is hard to separate the athlete O.J. Simpson from the alleged murderer O.J. Simpson. All right. I was actually asking my wife this yesterday. I was like, say, similar situation with an athlete that I was all enamored with. And she was like, absolutely not. You want to know why? Because those things that were signed by this guy's hands were yeah. in his hands. He used his hands to sign them. You know what else he famously probably used his hands for? I don't want that in our house. That's the truth. And, you know, like I told you when we first talked about this, to me, it is... Not a far hop, skip, and a jump away from talking about would you want something signed by Michael Jackson? Would you want something signed by Marilyn Manson? Which I happen to have a few things because I used to work with Manson. Oh. Uh, but there's also this whole weird world where buying legitimate things owned by serial killers is a thing. Right, but yours is based in sports fandom, not 100%. creepy oddity yeah, fandom. Mine begins and ends with the fact that he is a huge part of the Buffalo Bills history. But again, like, can you separate the athlete or the musician or whatever, can you separate those accomplishments from the alleged atrocities committed therein. Yeah, that's cute how you use the word alleged over and over again like that somehow makes you cleaner in this situation. Um, Here's the thing, man. 
OJ is not allowed to make money. If he makes money, it goes directly to the Brown family. Yes. Now, here's the thing. The one piece of income he's got in this world comes from the sporting memorabilia stuff. Right. They can't get a piece of that money. So you would essentially be contributing to an industry that supports OJ Simpson. That's the thing. And it really, I, I, to me, it doesn't matter. I wouldn't want it in the house. But the other side of the situation is... Did he do this before or after? If this is more recent, this is how OJ's feeding himself. And yes. do you really want to be part of that? That's that's the dilemma, man. Also, oh, fun fact about OJ Simpson and me. You know the hotel in Vegas where he got popped and wound up in jail? Yes. Because he's so famously reasonable about sports memorabilia? Clearly. He might come after you for his stuff at some point. No doubt. You wouldn't put it put it past him to take a stab at it. Oh. Um, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Palace Station, where they popped mm-hmm. OJ, I lived there for like really? a month. Yeah. Oh, wow. When I moved to Vegas, they did that thing where they put you up in a hotel, and I lived in Palace Station, where OJ eventually got arrested. I went and I saw the room. They were too, only too happy to tell me the stories, and that contributes to my giving this a big N.O. on your part. I don't think you want that in your house. 974 Yes or no, should Chris buy this signed O.J. Simpson Buffalo Bills memorabilia? It's Rolling Stones. It's Beast of Burden. We're Casey. Casey, good morning. Yes or no, should Chris buy this signed Buffalo Bills O.J. Simpson memorabilia? If it's directly from O.J. Simpson, I would have to say no. It's but buying it from somebody else, O.J. has already been paid for it. He's already spent that money. So you are no longer providing O.J. with money. You're providing the, the person who bought it before bought it before you. Yeah, but money, you're still supporting so. the industry by which right. he ekes out a living. Yeah, I mean, look, this is... Yeah, but th- still, it's, a, it's, still, it's still a piece of history, though. Yeah, no matter no, what, it's still history. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, dude, look, I, I, everything that you've said has gone through my mind. And I've rationalized it the same way as like, I'm not. I'm not handing OJ money. Mm. I'm handing people money who handed OJ money. It's just kind of like those are great folks it. to be in business with. Sure. Who are some of your close working associates? Well, there's this one feller. Got it. Say no more. <laughs> right. Thank you, dude. <laughs> yeah, I will give him. You too. That first riff. That first coffee sip. That first laugh with AD. The AD Roundtree Show. Mornings on KC95. 974-1111. We're continuing to take your calls on Chris's moral conundrum about purchasing signed OJ memorabilia. I mean, to be fair, I, I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last summer, and uh, they have shirts that you can buy in the gift shop for each team. And on the back, it lists every player that is inducted into the into the Football Hall of Fame for your team. Mm-hmm. OJ is on the Buffalo shirt, and I had a hard time buying that shirt. Because OJ's on it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I really, I go back and forth quite a bit on if I want to do it. I, I'm probably honestly leaning no. Mm-hmm. But every time, every once in a while, something pops up at a really good price. And I'm like, mm, maybe I can get over the moral dilemma. Whatever the case may be, you will have a chance to win your way in to see WWE Monday Night Raw and the 8.30, 30-second song challenge. So hang tight for that as Chris helps us make our way into the day. You know when I said that I would live at Palace Station where OJ yeah. got popped? Yes, sir. They gave me a tour. They showed me everything. They showed me the room. And um, they told me that OJ apparently did really, really well when he was in prison. He was a very popular guy there. You want to know why? Why is that? Very used to having big dudes opening up holes for him. Oh! It is 35 degrees and partly cloudy in St. Louis. A high today of 50 with sun later in the afternoon. 
<clears throat> Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Get 0% financing for 36 months or save 15% off blown-in attic insulation. For free estimates, visit aircomfortservice.com. I'm still processing that OJ joke. Just go. <laughs> Just move right by it. The moment is gone. Speaking of moving along in traffic, there's road work on US 67 past Summit Avenue. The left lane is closed. There's also road work on 55 South at Arsenal. The left lane is closed. (laughs) And there is a crash blocking eastbound 30 at Highway Double P. Road work 70 West past First Capital Drive. The left lane is closed. That's traffic and weather on KC 95. Moon River. The KC95 Real Rock Army. The KC Real Rock Army. Welcome to the Real Rock Army. Dave Lane of Bunker Hill, Illinois. He joins today. It's brought to you by Seavers Equipment and Seavers JCB. Go on. Dave says Casey makes him rock hard. Dave works in locomotive fabrication, repairing old and wrecked units. Dave has a ton of kids. <laughs> he doesn't give a specific number. You don't say. Uh, congratulations on not firing blanks, dude. Dave has a ton of kids, loves to have fun, clearly, and play and listen to music <laughs> and drink beer. This is a type of feller we're stoked to have in the Real Rock Army. Welcome to it, Dave Lane. Men, are you... Casey, good morning. Yes or no? Should Chris buy the signed O.J. Simpson Buffalo Bills memorabilia? Good morning. I have... Big compromise. Okay. As a life as a lifelong Bills fan, I get the temptation. Yeah. By the way, Chris it. just lit the hell up. I guarantee you, he's going to try and weasel into the conversation whether you're single or not. <laughs> I am actually. Yes. Um, but I would go for Jim. I would go for Jim Kelly more than OJ Simpson. I've already so. I already have. One of the things I'm looking at from OJ is a mini helmet that's signed. I already have signed mini helmets from Kelly, Thomas, Lofton, Gabe Davis, and Don Beebe. Right. Here's my compromise. Get it, but make a donation of double the value to a charity that supports, like, battered women or victims of... Victims of domestic violence. That's not a bad compromise. Oh, interesting. That's an interesting moral workaround. Buy yourself off the hook. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think that, you know, you're you're trying to balance the scales. You absolutely are. You're trying to get rid of the icky feeling. And if you can do something good for someone else while adding to your own collection, I think that would be a fair compromise. Yeah, I don't hate that idea. I mean, as long as we're fooling ourselves, you could just be like, I want to take this horrible (laughs) stuff out of circulation. Look at me. I'm a white knight riding in on a steed, Simpson Brown family. You are welcome. Oh, there's a moral problem. I know. Let's throw some money at it. Uh, Yay! I would like to notate that you said you were whitey riding in a on a white steed, perhaps a white Bronco. Oh god. <laughs> All right. I I'm, I'm going to put you on hold because clearly you and Chris got to go see Bills games together. Hold on. <laughs> Absolutely. As the two of you lit up about the Buffalo Bills, the rest of the listening audience in St. Louis were like <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> the AD Show with AD Rowtree. Mornings on KC95, St. Louis's classic rock.
One thing that'll wake them back up, Chris, is a chance to win their way and to see big meaty men slapping meat at WWE yeah, Monday Night Raw. We'll do that in the 30-second song challenge right after KISS, 974-1111 if you want to get in. It's Rock and Roll Night. We're Casey. 30-second song challenge. The 30-second song challenge is brought to you by Two Men in a Junk Truck, helping St. Louis residents lose the clutter. Two Men in a Junk Truck.com. Chris, good morning. How's it going? Hey, good morning. So, I heard that you are playing the game with some strategery in that you listened at 7.30 and you wrote the songs down, knowing it would be the same songs in the same order at 8.30 because we didn't get a winner. Is there truth to this? There is, uh, but it's in my chicken scratch, so I'm trying to decipher it. Oh, oh, you might. Well, hey, man, I admire the way that you are playing the game, and I hope it bears fruit. And I hope that you, my friend, are going to be in the not-too-distant future on your way to see... Big meaty man slapping meat. So let's do this. Chris, you have the dastardly dinger in hand. Count our prepared friend in. All right, Chris, here we go in three, two, song number one. Enter Sandman. Yeah. Oh! Wow! Uh, he wasn't kidding when he said he was prepared. Song, Song number two. Refugee. Uh-huh. See, this is how you do it, man. This guy is giving himself a distinct and totally fair advantage. That's right. When you listen to an hour of the show, super happy fun times with big meaty men slapping meat can be yours. Song number three. Turn me up. No. Close. Turn me up. Yes. Not- did he say start, he me, up? start me up? Okay. Yep. Uh, Song number four. Okay. All right. Very now good. You're on your own. Now you are on your own. You have three songs left to go, and how much time in which to do it? Twenty-five seconds. Now, when you play the game like this, <laughs> wait, what? Really? Yes. He got the first th- three songs in one second each. What? <laughs> well, I mean, I understand how. We could have people setting new records from playing the game smart, not hard. Yeah. This is, sounds dirty, but it's not. All right, dude, you got three songs left to go, an unbelievable 25 seconds left on the clock, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Song number five. Son of a bitch. Nope. That's, the dog. The dog. Yeah, yes. very good. Song number six. Old-time rock and roll. All right, we have one song left. That was obviously correct. And that was impressive. The fact that you got Hair of the Dog and the fact that you got old-time rock and roll so quickly, especially Hair of the Dog, which throws everyone for a loop because at no point does he say Hair of a Dog in the song. Those wily songwriters that were Nazareth stitched up many a 30-second song challenge contestant. All right. Well, he did fall for the red herring at first, and he said, son of a bitch, which is what everyone thinks it's called. But but then our friend Chris, Grace Under Pressure, corrected himself. He didn't go to pieces. All right. How much time is left on the clock? 18 seconds. 18 seconds. If you get it in eight seconds, you're in the 20-second club. What's our record? 18 seconds. Okay. So, so he's you, at the record. You're but at yesterday, the record. But yesterday, the lady won with 16. Yeah. So. This is, yeah, well, okay. We prepare ourselves for victory. I believe in you. You've played the game well. you played the game smart. And you have real skills and knowledge of the KC catalog. If there's anyone I can think of that deserves to win, it's you. So let's get it done, my friend. Song, Song number seven. 
Liverpool. Oh, oh my God, you had me concerned. Yeah, you're in the 22nd club. And, dude, most importantly, besides the fact that you are on your way to see... Big meaty man slapping me. I also get to press my favorite of all the buttons. Put your hands up in the air and get ready to bask in the glory that is... You won. You did it. You did it. I knew you would. I just knew you would. Well done, dude. Hold the line. It's Breakfast in America. It's Super Tramp. We're Casey. Super Tramp on Casey 95. It's the AD Show and AD and Chris. 974-1111 is the number. And the question is yes or no, Chris. Should you purchase the signed O.J. Simpson Buffalo Bills memorabilia yep. that you are considering buying? Your finger is hovering above the buy button on the website. 974-1111-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0
And bearing that in mind, there's only one song that I think we could play in this situation. A song about what O.J. Simpson would choose to do, choose to do if his misdeeds ever caught up with him and he wound up in the pokey. A song by an Irish band. Any ideas, Chris? I think I have an idea. Go on. I would imagine, well, Irish band has got to be Thinless. Right. And if we're talking about spending time in the clink, Jailbreak? Uh-huh. It is Thin Lizzy. It's Jailbreak. We're Casey. Bad Company shooting star on Casey 95. It's the AD show. You will have a chance to take on our boy Chris in a battle of wills known as the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Five rush trivia questions to win these tickets to go see Thunderhead pay tribute to the music of Rush at the pageant. We'll do that before we get out of, out of here at 10 o'clock, so hang tight. Casey 95. Casey, good morning. Yes or no? Should Chris buy this O.J. Simpson Buffalo Bills memorabilia? Chris earned the money. Chris can buy whatever he wants to buy. Chris earned the money. He can buy whatever the hell he wants with it. No, I mean, I, I, I get that. I just, like I said, man, there's there's that moral side of me that feels a little weird. And I think even more so than like if it was Michael Jackson stuff, because Michael Jackson's dead. He's not going to profit from it. O.J.'s, as far as we know, very alive and well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And and will yeah yeah I mean interestingly enough both situations deal with a controversial glove that have been controversial <laughs> places they're true uh, interesting moral conundrums we have discovered today on the show thank you so much dude I like that it's his money he can do what he wants with it I guess you have to ask yourself the question dude would it bring you this uh, sounds so freaking weird saying this but would it bring you joy to have it in your home the Bills fan side of me yeah. Totally uh, would. Uh, so, I mean, he's a huge part of Bill's history. Yeah. Well, interesting. Okay. Note to self: and murderers bring Chris joy. He said, <laughs> stepping a little further back from the other side of the table. Thank you, dude. Great call. Thank you. The AD Roundtree Show. Welcome to the party, pal. Mornings on KC ninety five. 974-1111 is the number if you want to get in on the phones and play against Chris in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge Rush Edition for these tickets to go see Thunderhead pay tribute to the music Rush at the pageant. We'll do it right after the Mighty Metallica and understand, man, we're Casey. It's time for the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge on Casey 95. Mark, good morning. Are you ready to play the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge against our boy Chris to win these tickets to go see Thunderhead pay tribute to the music rush at the pageant? Yes, I'm ready to go toe-to-toe with Chris. All right, Uh-oh. excellent. Glad to hear it. Chris, you got to leave the room now. Fine. As Chris gets out of here, let me explain the rules of the game to you. Shut the door all the way, Chris. We have five rock and roll trivia questions pertaining to Rush. If you get more right than him, you win. If he gets more right than you, he wins. Ties go to Chris. Are you clear and are you ready to rock? Ready to rock. Now, Mark, you've talked the game off the air, so these questions, just so you know, are not going to be for the amateur Rush fan. All right, question number one. What time is Getty Lee in the mood based on their 1974 self-titled debut album? Yeah, a quarter to eight. Question number two. Complete this Rush song title. Bitor and the blank. Snow Dog. Question number three. After the death of his wife and daughter, 
Which member of Rush wrote a book about a road trip that helped him heal from the experience called Ghost Rider Travels on the Healing Road? Yeah, their drummer, Neil Peart. It's pronounced Peart, by the way, too. <laughs> Did you see the part in I Love You, Man, where he corrects yeah. the, yeah, uh-huh. I've had people mm-hmm. call me on it. I'm like, oh, no, I have the audio to prove it. <laughs> it is pronounced Peart, not Pert. Uh, you should get a bonus point for that. But there are no bonus points, so we move right along. Question number four. Who wrote the majority of Rush's lyrics? Yeah, Neil Peart wrote nearly everything. And question number five, complete the following Rush lyric. I get up at seven, yeah, and I go to blank at blank. I get up at seven, yeah, and I go to work at nine. Chris, come in. All right. Chris, I have some bad news for you. Uh-oh. Our boy knows his stuff. He got all five right. Oh, no. You are competing for bragging rights here. All right, Chris. Question number one. Yes. What time is Getty Lee in the mood based on their 1974 self-titled debut album? (laughs) Really, we're going to knock me out right off the bat. Uh, Quarter to eight? Yeah. Hey, baby, it's a quarter to eight. I also would have accepted 745. Okay. Hey, baby, I'm a quarter to eight. I feel I'm in the mood. Score tie one to one. Question number two. Complete this Rush song title. Bitor and the... I can't think of it. I'm going blank. One more time. Bitor and the... Nothing. Oh, that nothing. is, of course, incorrect. It's not Bitor and the nothing. It's Bitor and the snow dog. Oh! Of course right. it was. Mm. After the death of his wife, question number three. After the death of his wife and daughter, which member of Rush wrote a book about a road trip that helped him heal from the experience called Ghost Rider Travels on the Healing Road? It was Neil, wasn't it? It was Neil Peart. Correct. Yeah. Question number four. Who wrote the majority of Rush's lyrics? Kenny Lee. Oh, no. no. That is also incorrect. Drummer Neil Pierce. Really? Occasionally, he had help from a poet by the name of Pai Dubois, who helped him out on songs like Tom Sawyer. But nope. Getty Lee even said, hey, you read a lot. You're probably good at this stuff. Why don't you take care of it? Isn't that I right, I would Mark? have sworn it was Getty. Mm. And finally, finally, complete the following lyric. Question number five. I get up at seven, yeah, and I go to blank at blank. See, the only thing going through my head right now are the lyrics to Mr. Brownstone because they're so similar. Oh, I'm going to crash and burn today. I got nothing. I got I got Mr. Brownstone lyrics in my head. I get, I get up, up at seven. Maybe with my stunning rendition, you'll get it. I get up at seven, yeah, and I go to blank and blank. Go to bed around nine. Oh, God. All right. Mark, you are the clear and decisive winner. Congratulations. Woo-hoo. Congratulations, <laughs> man. You kicked my ass. Yep. Chris, you know what you got to do. Yeah, I do. My name's Chris, and I just flunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. You've been defeated twice in a row. I have. Yeah. That's not a good feeling. No, Marty was just like, when's he going to get back to winning? (laughs) Apparently not this week. (gasps) Not today. Oh, hold the line, dude. (laughs) Not today. Dude, you got your ass kicked. Mark was good. That guy knows his rush stuff. But, you know, Mark, call back when there's Guns N' Roses trivia. I'll mop the floor with your ass. Yeah, yeah, because they play St. Louis so frequently. Shut up. The AD Roundtree Show. On KC95. Uh, we feel we're in the mood. It is Rush. We're KC. Rush.
Christian in the Mood on KC95. It's the AD Show. Joined in studio via unbelievable amounts of technology from Phoenix, Arizona, the great John Uman Hewlett. How you doing, dude? All right. Yeah, you should see this setup here, man. It is high-tech wires everywhere of screens, um, satellite dishes, all kinds of stuff. And you're set up in your kitchen, right? Uh, yeah. Which yeah. means if you want a little snackaroo, the fridge is right there. You can just reach over and nommy nom nom. I'm 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 touching it right now. <laughs> Chris had to go touching. manage bands, so now we reach over. I can also re- I can also reach over and touch the washing machine. Oh wow! Wait, your washing machine is in your kitchen? Yeah, actually, actually, yeah, yeah, it's right off the kitchen. Yeah. You wash clothes in the kitchen? They do that in England, but it never sat well with me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you can't say it's in the kind of in the reception area of the, mm. of the apartment. Right now, I'm also touching a trash can. Oh, so yeah. if I want to throw some trash away, do that. Very so good. Get some out of the refrigerator, and maybe throw some over in the wall. Wash that, and the dryer's right next to that. I can dry it. Oh, oh, it's all the modern conveniences within a stone's throw of your Tapinachi broadcast gig. Now, let me ask you this: Chris is left to go manage bands. You heard his performance in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge Rush edition. Do you think? You would have won that. Because no, he crashed and burned, I dude. Got four out of five. You got four out of five. Yeah. What would have held you up? Yeah. Uh, the last one was lyrics to uh, what was that song? Working man. Working yeah. man. Yes. Mm. I'm not a lyrics man. Yeah. No. It's a. <laughs> I was gonna play Bitor and the Snow Dog out of that, but I realized that's nine minutes long. Marty already has a big enough problem with Chris losing perpetually to the last couple of contestants, and I figured if I dropped in a, a rare rush cut that was nine minutes long in the middle of the morning drive, <laughs> I, Chris might not be the only loser around here. Uh, it's Billy Squires, Lonely as a Night. John, you sticking around? Yeah. Excellent. We're Casey. Toe, don't hold the line on Casey 95. It's the AD show. AD. Chris had to leave to manage bands, you man. Yeah, that, and I'm sure he's, uh, you know, licking some wounds, too, following that uh, little trivia game. Yeah, two days in a row defeated in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. We look to have him redeem himself sometime in the not-too-distant future. But, John, you can't <laughs> yeah. see this because you're in Phoenix, but because he's not here to press, press play on Final Vinyl, we have a special guest in the studio. He doesn't usually want to talk. Let's see if we can get some words of wisdom out of our music director, Ray. Hey, Ray, how's it going? Wisdom? Yeah, sure, wisdom. Okay. Yeah. You're a very wise man. <laughs> or at least you were able to grow that impressive beard that makes you people appear wise when they might not be. Well, I'm not I don't know AD. Don't have I the most impressive have... beard in this room, but... Uh... I don't know AD. I think the only wisdom in Ray is in his mouth. <laughs> Your teeth. Yes. <laughs> I have... That was you, man, humor. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have no headphones on. I'm staring at you blankly because I have no idea what's oh, oh, being said. Trust me, there. even if you could hear him, you'd be staring at him blankly. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, we pitted. And this is really exciting. The vinyl we're about to play came in a box of junk from two men in a junk truck. We're going to be giving away stuff. You'll have a chance to win some junk on Fridays before Party Town. And there's good junk in this stuff. People just giving this away, calling it trash. And their trash could be your treasure. We took two vinyl records out of the two men in a junk truck box of junk. Journey's Lights and Edgar Winter Group's Frankenstein and the Clear Victor John with 57% of people's votes would be Frankenstein. Alright, we have a we have a real pro in the room. Let's see if this is queued up right. Hey! I'll take your word for it. Have a good one. See you tomorrow.